on last week's Irrevelations. Of course, then we fall back to the one most important rule for all of the Jews. We promise not to give our daughters in marriage to the peoples around us or to take their daughters for our sons because you can't mix race. And it's kind of interesting because this is Jerusalem, the city of David, the house of God, and they're like forcing people to live there. It mentions that all Israel contributed uh, the daily portions for musicians and gatekeepers. He's like, get that fucking bum out of here and then we're going to spray it down because I don't like him. He's, he's complaining to his subjects, why couldn't you find a good Jewish girl? Hey. And then they just keep f***ing up. I'm going to say it. They're a lost cause. Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. I don't want to talk about Q every episode. Yeah, but, but you kind of need to. But uh, it is one of those things, and we've talked about it plenty, so I'm going to reiterate. <clears throat> when you have yeah. a cult, and you have a specific deadline for an event... And sure. the deadline comes and goes and the event doesn't happen, like the prophetic or doomsday or the meteor that's going to strike or the alien that's going to take everyone to heaven or whatever the fuck. When yes. that doesn't happen, roughly half the people will wake the fuck up and roughly half the people will just move the fucking goalposts. And scene Q, move the fucking goalposts and people living with the aftermath of that is exciting. <laughs> it's yeah. That's where I think Jim Jones was smart. Yeah. That he set it up where there's not going to be that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, that's something Q should do is like, guys, just consider, just turn it into a suicide cult and then you won't have to spend so much time worrying or, or trying well, to remember well, when the storm's coming or whatever. Let's put it in Q terms. Guys, we're all jacked in to the <laughs> deep state matrix right now. Mm-hmm. The only way out is to lay on a train track, you know? Yeah, I wonder, I mean, I, I don't know... You feel like there's no limit to how stupid they are or how gullible they could be. I wonder if we convincingly pretend to be Q, um, yeah. whatever that would take. I don't know. I don't know what the metric is. Uh, I, I assume dribbling nonsense, but because um, I'll, I'll see some things and I don't even know how you reproduce it. It's just too. There, there's too many. There's some kind of encryption mentally that these people lock into where it's simultaneously Christian slash doomsday slash deep state slash fucking flat earther talk. It's all too weird and too specific. I I couldn't convincingly pretend to be one of them. Well, yeah, I think you actually, to make up the Q stuff, you have to have schizophrenia. I think, you know, like, Like, honestly, and they have like a shared case of it somehow that was, I don't know, you know, (laughs) It is weird, like, more and more reports are coming out, and you're seeing more Q fallout, and I think it's also just people paying more attention to them. Honestly, up until, I think maybe, Q is only about three years old, which is what's also really crazy about it, that from zero, from from not existing, 
to people willing to do 10 years in federal prison for him yeah yeah is is, is something that i think needs to be studied and is being studied but i'm there, sure there's it something is. about it um yeah but you know the the like people stockpiling food and ammo and preparing for the end of the days and legitimately convinced that the rapture is coming and it's going to be part of donald trump building a wall i don't know all of it just absolutely fucking crazy but the fact that people are being convinced by it is even more so it would be badass if the rapture came imagine if all the evangelical christians were just gone tomorrow (sighs) yeah right it would be worth the uh whatever the what was it like the sea of blood and the the demon shrieking at us and their words become razor blades or whatever the fuck yeah that'd be fun yeah yeah Yeah, sign me up That'd be worth it. Uh, you know, well, I guess I guess the, the point is, like, I guess the new goalposts that they're all moving towards, and, 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 you, and you read some of these things that people are dealing with, and it's so absurd, but um, apparently Biden's inauguration was false. No, that and, was fake. I saw, yeah, I watched. Fake. Yeah, because it, it happened 13 minutes earlier, which is, you know, so then there was two concurrent presidents. So it's like when you have two marriages at the same time, the, you know, the second one doesn't count until you get the official divorce. Correct. You know, and also, you'll recall that when the cavalcade was moving through D.C., the National Guard had their backs turned to him, which because they know, they know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and also, I guess now March fourth is the true inauguration or some shit. I I don't know what that is. I don't know what they're referencing, but apparently they're all pointing to now March fourth will be when the storm happens, when the military intervenes and arrests Joe Biden for something. Yeah, I think that sounds right. I believe that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely going to happen. So, that's, so yeah. So I guess I wonder what it's going to be after that. What wh- whatever remnant is left, whatever halves of halves, halves of halves, uh, you know, um, whatever exponential decay we have of the Q following. I wonder what the next thing is going to be after March fourth. You, you would think that they couldn't go further, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just funny that they make all this crazy shit up. Like Irish politicians don't do well. Just let them. <laughs> let him drive. Let him drive off a bridge with some woman in the car. Like, yeah. just give him a little bit. Yeah, he's gonna get drunk and do it. He just yeah. gotta wait. Why do you gotta make up the stories? Just, uh, <laughs> just con- convert uh, Kamala Harris to Protestantism and then let them work itself out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, that would actually. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. Uh, it, one of the other things that I – it's one of those things that makes you question your sanity a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I subscribe to our conservative uh, and there – I mean I don't know what the metrics are, but that subreddit is just going to shit. I mean there, there's almost no activity on there. And what it is, nice. it's got a few hundred upvotes. It, it sucks ass. But it is one of those things where it's weird either – it is weird how specific and exactly they are acting the way, like, uh, our liberals or whatever. I guess it wasn't a liberal subreddit, but whatever whatever yeah. the Democrats were during Trump's four years. Uh, Biden sure. signed those. The resistance. Exec- I guess, yeah. But, like, Biden was signing those executive orders, basically rolling back a lot of Trump's executive orders. And the comments yeah. were all like, he's only doing this because he hates Trump. This is all reaction to Trump's hate, you know. And, yeah. and it seems like no matter what Trump did, Biden just hates it. And that's why he's undoing it. I'm like, that's what we said about Trump to Obama. Like, <laughs> he was like, hey, I'm going to get rid of, I'm going to start poisoning waters. And it's like, why? It's like, well, yeah, yeah, Trump yeah. Protect, you know, it's, it's, Obama, Obama did it, so I'm going to do the opposite. It, it, it seems like such a weird... I mean, you know, it's baseball team bullshit, right? Like, I, I guess, but it's weird how specific it is. They're like, "Oh yeah, we got to go after Hunter's or Biden's kids," you know. And and what is their connection to the government? I'm like, I does anyone care about Biden's kids? I mean, it's not like they're like cabinet positions and stuff. It just seems such a weird 
it's it's not just that they're opposed to Biden. It's that they're opposed to Biden with the exact same talking points. Yeah. That Democrats had against Trump at the exact same time four years ago. I, you're I talking like about crazy pills. You're talking about mass media, and it has to be catered to the lowest fucking common denominator. It has to be baby-brained type takes like this. Otherwise, <laughs> it's not going to sink in. I just it's, Anything more nuanced is going to go over too many heads and get lost in the noise. So, yeah, that's what we know. get for the rest of our lives. That's <laughs> I guess it. That's, that's what we get to look forward to America yeah. is uh, uh, a bunch of people being like, oh, yeah, well, that's because he's slurring his words and he can't even speak right. I'm like, I... You guys are talking yeah. about Trump, right? And then one of the other ones I saw was like, um, God, there were some that were just too specific, like talking about like corruptions and like Russia's acting up. And they're like, well, we all know Biden likes to suck Russians cock. And I'm like, where is any of this yeah. coming from? It's just too specifically exactly what I saw four years ago. It's so I, weird. I will say it is disturbing. And again, this is a little off track, but a lot of liberals <laughs> have been like, because they hate Putin so much, because they associate right. Putin with Trump and have made this, like, boogeyman out of him. He, he runs a poor, shitty country, right? Like, they, right. Might have a, they might have a decent spy operation running or whatever, but they're not shit. And they hate Putin so much that, like, everyone loves Navani now, right? right? His opposition leader that was arrested, they're like, oh, you got to let him out. When that guy is, like, all about, we're going to kill the Muslim cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's literally a neo-Nazi, literally, uh, and is far right-wing of Putin. And uh, that's why that's why Russians love him, because they're pieces of shit. <laughs> that's what they know and love. Yeah, that's why they're um, protesting his arrest, is because they want to, like, kill the cockroaches. Right. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. It's fun. I, I wonder, is fascism the motivation that turns the wheels of time? Is everything just cycling back towards racism and fascism yeah, and nationalism? Yeah, probably. Stuff? Pretty fun. Probably. It's a tug of war bet between having humanity and not, right? <sighs> I, I feel like I wish we'd had a more relevant cold opener because we've got a, a funny episode today. It's hilarious. Think, uh, this, is, this is one of those. This is well, one of it's those. about the halls of power. You know? <laughs> it's a it little really bit. is. It's a little bit. It, 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 to me, it's funnier than that. And I really want to get it's, into it. But I mean, the first chapter is literally a PragerU video. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, it's one of those it's one of those episodes and obviously apparently the new testament is a slightly different vibe everyone keeps saying that fine yeah but i, I remember i wouldn't use the term came out as atheist but just like finally when like it was about that moment where like my mom was like hey you know you, your grandma's doing this i was like yeah i'm not i don't believe in the bible i'm not gonna do that anymore i'm, I'm fine I'm, I'm gonna skip it this year yeah yeah you know and we had this big old blood argument uh, where I basically asserted that the Bible's child abuse, you know, that you're trying to trick kids and indoctrinate them with this bullshit. Yeah. Um, but my mom was adamant, and I've heard this argument before from others, that like, well, even if you don't believe in God or divinity or Genesis, at least the Bible has good messages. And at least the themes are um, universal and morally upright. So, you know, even if you don't believe it, it's a good book to read and teach your children just so they uh, come out right. Yeah. And Esther is, to me, at least the first two chapters. I don't know what's going on. I saw it gets a, a little better. I saw yeah. a Veggie Tales that tries to explain it, and I was even more confused. But at least the first two chapters. Did are you really watch that as funny. research? Huh? 
Did you watch that as research, or do you mean I, like back in the day? A little bit. Well, I read the first chapters, and that's what we're going to cover the, to this this yeah. week is the first two chapters of Esther. There's a, there's a thematic shift afterwards, so we're going to kind of keep them yeah. tidy like that. But I was like reading it. I'm like, what the fuck is this book? Like, what am I reading right now? And I went <laughs> it to is funny. I went to Missy. I was like, Missy, do you remember Esther? And she was like, oh yeah, it was like uh, Arabian Nights where there was like intrigue and she had to fight the other wife and i'm like where what no i don't know what the fuck you're talking about and she's like oh just to watch the veggie tales and i was like all yeah. right <laughs> like, hell yeah dude the veggie tales so is even Southern more Christian confusing shit. so i don't know what we, we can talk about veggie tales later but yeah. um well since we're already talking about the bible we might as well let people know that they're listening to the revelations podcast uh where we read the bible so that you don't have to i'm grant devoiced and i'm cold Luski. i feel like we've been skipping that catchphrase we never i, I feel like Certainly, when I introduce it, I don't have the same pattern, so I forget. To I mean, it's in my heart, and it's yeah. in our Twitter bio, so it's where never we, gone. We do read the Bible, so you don't have to. And here's a book where, yeah, at least these two chapters, we'll find out what happens next week. This but. is almost worth reading. I'm, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But but if one was going to be worth reading, this is kind of fun. I assure you, we will cover anything you need to know. But So let's set the stage. This is a new book. This is Esther. Uh, there is a fake king. That's ruling when we hit this story, which we'll get to in a minute. Really? Yeah. Who are you talking uh, about? Th- so the the king that's written in the original Hebrew is okay. a made up name. It's not Xerxes, like it says in the Bible now, because we know now that that's what they were referring to. Okay. But she had this other crazy name written down. Um, There's Ahuzers or something. Ahuzers. Yeah. Ahuzers. Uh, yep. Which uh, is probably Xerxes the first. Okay, so right. The point is, so I don't know where you're getting fake king. It's probably just a mistranslation, or uh, no, no, no. It's a they like I'm reading from Google where we have okay. uh, there's a depiction. It's probably talking about him. This is a really interesting intro to the book. Uh, James Kugel, who I haven't read from in a while because yeah. he hasn't been touching on much of what we've been going through. <laughs> has this to say. The Book of Esther contains a somewhat farcical, but probably not entirely fanciful depiction of one Persian emperor, Ahuserus, or whatever, that's probably Xerxes, but it's just some... Again, they know who fucking Xerxes is. They could have written it if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So it's just this, like... Uh, I just like how he says it's it's uh, somewhat farcical, right? Because it is, it is a farce, right? Okay. It's a fu- it, it, it reads like Shakespeare. Right, like a funny, goofy story. It's a story. bit goofy. It's certainly different than the other ones we've heard, you know. Uh, yeah. I, but It's whimsical, almost. It's kind of fun and dumb, and, and it's and it's so extreme with the way that some of these people behave that it doesn't. It feels like a written character, not like a, a human being. Um, but that also, there's probably some truth that bleeds through in it, right? Because, yeah, there were Jewish exiles here at the time, and who knows how real Esther was, but... Uh, it's it's just something to think about as we're going through this. That this is kind of a goofy ass thing that we're doing here. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, the Book of Esther, the author is not known. Uh, I, I like how the Bible makes very clear, like, yeah, but we don't assume that the woman who wrote it or the woman who's no the, the main story had anything to do with it. In the same way that, like, who knows the story of fucking Ruth? Like, Ruth is just a story where Boaz, who almost has no agency in the, he's just a rich guy who's nice. Is about the only man in the entire story, but you know, well, they're like, well, obviously, no woman wrote it, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah they don't mess around with that. The misogyny is strong and hard and always coming. Yeah, we, we kind of assume whoever the main character is of the book 
is, is the eponymous writer. Cases. You know, Samuel wrote Samuel, and, and Ezra wrote Ezra. But then we get Nehemiah, to uh, Esther. We get to Esther. It's like no one knows who wrote it. I don't know. It's a <laughs> mystery. There seems to be no science of intelligent life. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, Esther takes place uh, somewhere in like the last third, I guess, of Ezra's timeline, the book of Ezra. That at least you know, because obviously Ezra kind of moves over into a Nehemiah's. Is yes. kind of how my Bible, which is kind of interesting, because like in Ezra, and this is why we think that in Ezra, um, they start with writing a letter to Darius, because the whole like, hey, you guys are going to go back to Jerusalem, you're going to build a temple, that was done by Cyrus the Great, who was deposed by Darius the first, who they're yes. talking to in the beginning of Ezra, and then by the time Ezra shows back up in Jerusalem, he's writing letters to Artaxerxes the first. Yes. And that's who Nehemiah deals with, is Artaxerxes the first. Here yeah, the we have uh, Xerxes the first, who is the same Xerxes that you would know from the movie 300. Correct. So that whole period of time is what's covered here in Esther. And we're yes. talking about a king that we've never really spoken of, who was between sort of those two. So it, it's kind of hard to pin down, I'm guessing. I don't know. It's weird that Xerxes the first doesn't really show up in Ezra or Nehemiah and Yet this book almost deals entirely with them. It's kind of a weird, which is scene. why, which is why it's important to note that they used a made-up name, right? That's nowhere mm -hmm. else in history for this guy. So all we can do is guess that it's Xerxes the first, right? And so any time estimations we make are going, we already have to know are kind of fouled. Well, yeah, because we know he's not. We know they're not talking about Artaxerxes, and we know they're not talking about Darius. For all we know, this could have been a cult where, like, they're just hanging out with this woman. He's like, "Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the emperor," and they're like, "Who are you?" And he's like, I'm, "Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Soros." They're like, okay. "This could have been a governor that was passing her around." And was like, "Yeah, I'm the fucking king." Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, or I mean, it's even possible that it's just, as you mentioned, just literal fiction. I mean, this name will be used a few times in the Bible in Daniel. Um, there's the book of Tobit, which I doubt is in this book because this is a Baptist one, and I think that's a Catholic. Yeah, it's only in cat. It's the whatever they call it. There's special Deuteronomical canonical or some shit like that. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. know. But it, it, the name is used to reference a governor or somebody who worked with Nebuchadnezzar, and I guess the name will pop up in Daniel. Who fucking knows? But I don't. Could be nobody. Could be. Could be Xerxes. I think for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to go with the. I guess established telling that it's Xerxes the first, which okay. will tie into a few things. If if we assume that it's Xerxes the first, some other things will kind of make sense in that. That's that's how I'm going to interpret it. Um, yeah. So let's just get into it. Uh, Esther, one chapter one, one. chapter and one episode episode one twenty. By the way, if we didn't mention that. Yeah, <laughs> not that anyone cares. I don't know why. I don't know why anyone numbers it. You, you got Spotify. They'll tell you. Whomever. Okay, so this is the uh, story of Xerxes and how he was the man of the house. He's ruling over 127 provinces as the Persian ruler, uh, everywhere from India to like the Upper Nile, right to Northern right. Egypt. So, kind of. Uh, if he had Greece, it would literally just be Alexander's empire. That's all he's missing. Oh, is it? Much. I'm not that familiar with the Macedonian empire. Yeah, pretty much. So, which is a hundred years from now. So we're a hundred years out from Alexander taking over, roughly. Um, well, it, it's but, kind of interesting because we'd heard the names Darius and Xerxes and Artaxerxes, and yeah, obviously those names are familiar if you know anything about the 
first and second Persian Grecan War. I don't know why it never clicked until I was was researching for this book, but I was like, oh yeah, this is right before the events of 300. This is literally during the events of 300. And in fact, we'll get to that in a minute. But okay, so he's got this huge area. He rules on his throne in Susa, it's called. Probably some made-up Hebrew version of what the Persians called it. Well, I Um, mean, uh, Shushan, which is named Susa on many Bible maps, was the capital city of Persia and thus served as the residence of Ahuazeres, or Xerxes. So I'm right, is what you're saying. It is located 150 miles north of the head of the Persian Gulf. Awesome. Now, he is basically, it's the time of his kingship when you just got to show off a little bit. So what is he doing? He gets all his officials, his uh, military leaders, the princes, nobles of all his different provinces, like governors and shit, everyone at his house for a fucking blowout. For not just a little weekend party, we're talking 180 days, an entire half of a year of uh, a party. Just- which is which is an interesting thought. Um, so it uh, the first verse is that this is the third year in our Xerxes reign. I'm just going to call him Xerxes. Xerxes is the first reign. Uh, yeah. Three years in a Xerxes reign. Uh, Xerxes will not invade Greece until the sixth through seventh year of his reign. So one possible interpretation is that this is a getting everyone together so they can plan their Grecian invasion. Okay. So that you that, want to get real drunk for that. Yeah, you want to get real drunk. I mean, you got 180 days. There's going to be plenty of time. You know, it's like, a, I feel like it's like right before you start an album where you're just sitting on a couch smoking weed for three weeks, being like, what if we add a bunch of drums? You know? Yeah. Well, let's, okay, for a little bit more context. Um, so this is a few years into his reign. Four years before he took over, when Darius was the king, was the first attempt. Right, Darius went was defeated at the Battle of Marathon by Athens in in 490. So now we're in like early 480s. It's been almost a decade at this point. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I, I have to relook at. I'm looking at it. That's I promise okay. you. I wrote all this all up. So before Xerxes, Darius tried to take Greece. Now he's basically like, damn, uh, Darius got shut down, not me. So he he's kind of planning for this. That's it's going to be coming soon. But that's interesting to think that maybe that's what this party was about. That was yeah, to like get support. Yeah, that that's kind of the vibe. And and um, yeah, we're 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 three years before the invasion of Greece. Uh, uh, if you want to believe the timeline that's being extolled here. Um, so I I think the interpretation is that the reason he's bringing in all these leaders, all these nobles, all these generals. And whining and dining them for 180 days. I mean, he's been in his position for three years. There's really no reason to. Ha- it's not like he's, you know, he's been in he's been in the role for a while now. It's not like there's a lot of a whole party like, hey, look at me, I'm king now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I believe the interpretation is that they are planning for war, a war that eventually um, Zack Snyder will ruin. Yes. <laughs> so he gets everyone together and. It, uh, as the Bible will do, it goes into some details, basically describing just how lavish this shit is. So you've got, they're in these like enclosed gardens. They've got um, uh, all kinds of fancy linens, like blue linen, which would have been a big deal, I guess, all oh, the time. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. hard to dye things that color. Um, there's marble pillars. There's couches of gold and silver, which sounds awful, but whatever. Uh, there's pearl. There's costly stones everywhere. The wine is being poured nonstop into, by the way, uh, 
these goblets of gold, and like no, no two are the same. They're like all fucking. They're all they're like handcrafted artisan hipster gold cups. I mean, just just let yeah. you know, this guy's got a huge it's, dick. It's fourth century BC beanie babies. <laughs> is my theory. Right. We can go into that later, okay. but yeah, he, the man is flexing so hard. Again, maybe part of his like inspiring support. He's just a classic but, Persian. Yeah. Oof. Okay. I mean, if they could drive around Wait, white, if they could, if they could drive around with white Lexuses with gold tint, then they would do it. Just understand. Sure. That. I okay. I don't know if I was going to go with the racial aspect. I just thought he was doing. We know shit. what fucking Persians are like. Uh. Okay. So, anyways, um, it's the only thing I agreed with on Trump. He's he's rocking and rolling. Was drone striking? What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> when he blew up that airplane. Um. So anyway. Not the Iranian guy. No, no. Um, uh, Trump's just too humble. Okay, so he's rocking and rolling. The rule is that the no one can be refused wine, which is fun. That's my kind of party, right? Right. I, I also flowing. like, I, I don't know, there's some weird things. So 1-8, in accordance with the law, the drinking was not compulsory. For so the king had ordered all the officers of the household that they should do according to each man's pleasure. So it's like, by the way, the wine flowed like water. There was all these fancy goblets. But if you got a DD, bro, that's fine. You know, that's cool. Yeah. We're, we're good. Well, famously, and as the, shown by the fact of Nehemiah and Ezra, these Persians were pretty cool with people's culture. So if you're a teetotaler, whatever. That's fine. He's not going to judge you. They are you. pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> as we're about to find other out. Other than the ones the, I've mentioned. Because what happens is Queen Vashti, his uh, wife, his, you know, he's definitely got side pieces for days, but his, like, main squeeze. Does he Queen have Vashti, side pieces? I don't know if they oh, have He has a harem ones. already. Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. He has, I, he has concubines. He has uh, one wife. I mean, okay. All right. Side pieces. Whatever. Yeah. The queen. Fuck. It's not like. Fuck toys. I mean, what's his face? Solomon had 700 queens. Or 300 yeah. queens. I can't remember what the ratio was. 700. Regardless, 300. he's not for want of strange. And the man has his main girl, which is Queen Vashti, who is not going to be outdone, is throwing her own party on the other side of town at her palace or whatever. She's doing first um, lady shit. Yeah, and it's all women, right? You got to keep them separated. Hey. Okay, so they're over there. The queen's doing her shit. The king is getting drunk as hell. And he, he's like, do you know what, boys? You guys, I know not a lot of you have seen my wife because, you know, she's kept away in her little palace. Y'all need to see how hot this bitch is. Okay, like, this know. is... I just want to let you guys know, I fucking... Uh, I, I throw down. I have a slam piece, gentlemen. Uh, yes. I want you to see and, what my bang queen looks like. And and we've all been there. You ever, you ever just, like, be in a group of people and then one guy gets drunk? He's like, yo, bro, you want to see some shit? And you're like, what is this? And it's just photos of his girlfriend's vagina. And you're like, I... Come on. No, I've never. We I are don't at think, the IHOP. <laughs> Actually, I did have a guy do that to me once. Right. And it was weird. I, I've uh, been in a few situations where you see that situation and you're like, what is what is this? And then they get married to her and they, he pays for her fake tits and you're like, oh. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, <laughs> and then you got to live with that later. And then they get divorced and you're like, stop. Oh, Jesus. man. This is fucked up. <laughs> It's fucked up. And you're like, the whole time, you're like, I've seen her tits. Okay, so, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're a bad person. Uh, so he wants to show off his queen, naturally. Right. Right? He wants to bring Harley over. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Xerxes is totally the Joker, by the way. Yeah, he's got, uh, he's got that vibe. 
He's fun. So he sends his eunuch, because you can't just send a normal guy to the Queen's Palace, right? Because yeah. they're obviously going to He sends gonna his army fuck, of eunuchs. They're going to fuck everything. So he sends all the eunuchs that he has. It names them. They have stupid names. Who gives a shit? And they get there. And what does she say? She's like, uh-uh. I'm not, I'm not to be summoned. You know, she's not about this. I'm busy. She's having a party. Yeah. Yeah. She's entertaining. And, I get it. And it's it's funny because I get it too. When we bought when we bought our house, I was like so like, oh my god, I finally have a yard. I got a like a full kitchen because we've been in that tiny condo, you know. Um, let's fucking party. And I was having people over like three nights a week. Yeah. And within the first month, like she was like, no more. I'm not. I'm not. You can you can have people over, but I'm gonna stay in my room. I'm gonna relax. I'm not putting. On, I'm putting on my pajamas. I'm not leaving the house. And yeah. I remember being like, you bitch. <laughs> I'm going to show you off to the gonna, men that I bring like, over. Time, you got to bring out some chips and salsa. Um, but like, I, I, wearing, she was like, "I'm fucking wearing done with this. It. Yeah, only yeah. this." So it's like the seventh day of him being drunk off his fucking ass. He's like, "He's like, send my eunuch. Go fucking tell her to get her ass out here." She's like, "I'm." I mean, this is 180 days of partying, so this could be like two months into well, a party. It says, which is hard to. It says on the seventh oh, right. day. It says on the seventh the day. Of the King of Mary, which is still plenty. I mean. After a this, week. Yeah, after the seventh day, I'm, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to read a book. I don't want to just fucking parade out in my fucking fancy dress. That's a whole thing. And then also, it's like, imagine, we don't know what she was doing. Yeah. It, it, she could have been playing chess. Yeah. She just lays in with the gambit. girls. They're talking about penis size or whatever it is they do. They're talking about, I don't know, sense of things. Stock you know, market. Discharge. And, and then it's time to like, and he's just like, hey, put on your fucking fancy clothes. I need to show you off. She's like, ah. Do you have any idea yeah. how long it takes me to get dressed? Weeks. That's not important to me. Because you know what? When a man wants to show off his queen, he gets to show off his queen. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he, it clearly states it's seven days into partying. He's fucking drunk. He doesn't even go himself. He sends uh, seven dickless guys to go collect her. I, I don't know. I feel like ballless would be a better way of describing them. Right? I mean, they're definitely they don't cut off the dick. Do they cut off the dick? They cut off the balls. I, I know eunuch specifically means that the, they're, they have no balls. Yeah. But I would, if it were me, I'd take the dick too. Can't trust it. Can eunuch still get hard? I don't know. I would imagine not. I would. I would think that's the whole point. Yeah, because otherwise they could just they would not be eunuchs. Right. They would, honestly, they would just be dudes. Honestly, I would trust that person even less with my wife. Just some rock hard <laughs> dude all the time who can't get her pregnant. Uh, so fucking he says for her. She says no. Of course, he's drunk and furious, throwing goblets, I'm guessing. Right. And uh, he he goes, basically, he has a, a conundrum, right? So for most people, you know, you get mad about this and you fight maybe about it later. No, no, no. He has to assemble all of his wisest men, all right? <laughs> well, right? The I, boys. I mean, think about it. Think about it. You're, you're sitting with your boys. You're all fucking tanked. And you're like, yeah. you guys got to see my wife's pussy. She's got a fucking great pussy. You got to see this trip. Lightning bolts and shit carved into the sides. It's okay. great. We had a guy from Macedonia do it. It's great. It's the new thing. You got to see her. And then you're all sitting around getting hyped. You know? Yeah. And then like an hour later, seven eunuchs walk in the room. She says no. And now you're embarrassed in front of your fucking boys? Yeah, honestly, you're getting put down. And you're the king of the kings. Right. All right? I, I, this lady... Ugh. It is super funny because, like, he, the, the, he's like, guys, we got a fucking problem. I told my wife to show up here dressed to the nines. She didn't do it. I, I don't know, man. So he calls all the princes into the room, 
And they're like, the, honestly, the advisors Dad? and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're like, they're like he, he calls the princess into the room. He's like, hey, my wife won't come when I tell her to. And they're like, bro, I don't know what to tell you, but I think this is technically a war crime. Yeah. So instead of pulling a Henry VIII and just swing, which right. honestly, I like the decisiveness. Yeah. He gets all these guys in. And I, I want to read specifically one of his uh, advisors. This is what he says. He says, Queen Vashti has done wrong. Not only against the king, but also against all the nobles and all the people in all the provinces. It's a real fucking <laughs> Which, problem. Come on, man. It's, it's so great that they're like, what'd that say? Uh, I told my wife to show up. And she said, no, bro, this is a problem for humanity. I don't think you understand. <laughs> this is 9-11, which we haven't done yet, but. <laughs> or ever will. But anyways. Here's the best part is his reasoning feels like uh like a Ben Shapiro article or something. He it's says, the Prager you shit. Yeah, it's very Prager you. He says, Listen, here's why. The Queen's conduct will become known to all the women, and then they'll all start disobeying their husbands. It is the dumbest fucking argument. I, it, it it So I subscribe to some really shitty subreddits, of course. Of course. And naturally. one of them, the worst of the bunch. Is where all the good men gone? Have oh, I ever talked yeah. about this? Yes, yes. <sighs> so in incel culture, there was the natural cycle of the thought of the uh, roasty beef uh, femoid. Yeah. And what happens is, is that in their 15s to their mid-20s, when they're, I guess, suitable to be courted, yeah, uh, they spend all their time chasing the mega chads. Yes. And then by the time me. they hit their 30s, yeah, you and me. Uh, and then by the time they hit their 30s, <laughs> when they're all worn out from the cock carousel and been passed <laughs> no. around town, by that point, then they try to settle down. And then they go on Tinder being like, I've got two kids and I'm looking for my prince. And where all the good men gone is just bringing these women and being like, wow, she sucks. I hate her. How dare she? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Let's all gloat at their misery. You know, probably finding like the same five women and just posting their content over and over again. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, pretty much. How dare she think she deserves love. But that's kind of yeah. like the whole vibe is like, these guys are the same types of people being like, guys, guys, if the queen can tell the, if the king can't even get respect from his women, what hope do the rest of us have? I have yeah. a hard yeah. enough time keeping my bitch under lock. And I you know, I, I manage sheep. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a conundrum. And like, it's the thought process that men are going to have about women for the next about 3,000 years from this point. <laughs> and then another 3,000 beyond that. You know, the whole yeah, idea. Know. Well, 3,000 years includes now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking about like these guys being like, what? She said, no, bro. If my wife hears about that shit, God damn! Forget it. I'm just gonna have to leave the nation. We have to. We have to nip this shit in the bud right now. Because if our women start thinking that they have like I don't know autonomy over their bodies and time, then it, it, it's gonna be a fucking problem. It does speak to the deep rooted. So even though these uh, Persians were very culturally lenient and laissez-faire, mm -hmm. not so for gender equality in the slightest is yeah. the point of this story. And it's kind of funny because, again, I'm referencing the Veggie Tales, is uh, the way the, the way the Bible is its own thing and it is just these words, right? And yeah. that, you know, whatever. But the way people interpret it and gaslight it and whitewash it is probably the worst part of it. 
Sure. Uh, the idea of the Book of Esther, and I haven't finished the whole thing, so who the fuck knows, but the idea of the Book of Esther being like a story about a brave woman who stands for her god or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. but right here in the very first fucking chapter, you have the true queen, Vashti. She ain't putting up with no yeah. man's shit. She's a hero, an icon, she's a, a she's queen. She's a feminist Slight. icon. Yeah. 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 She's the, she's the 480 BC version of Lady Gaga. I was going to just say Merida from Brave, obviously, but sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Moana. Whatever I'm, the fuck you want. It's stupid. Yeah, Mo- Moana. Okay. So anyways. Lady Gaga. I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Um, so maybe in uh, A Star is Born. <laughs> so yeah. So these guys are screaming about men's rights and how this is going to be a problem. And if you give them an inch, it's going to be a whole fucking thing. And then the. And then the roast is burnt. And then next thing you know, they're just going to be like, you know, bisexual and spend all day eating hot chip and leaving the whole fucking house a mess, you know? Right. Gotta nip it in the bud. Yeah. So basically, they tell him, here's what we got to do. We should put out a royal decree, okay? That makes it, it states two things. One, that Queen Vashti will never again enter the presence of, of Xerxes and two that all women better be on notice or they're rather they're <laughs> on notice. Like you, this is the queen who gets to put down a peg like this. So imagine what we could do to all of you. Right. It's kind of a reversal of this uh, idea that they were afraid of, right? They're trying to turn it on the women, right. which is awful. Right, 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 right. It's like, it's like you go to a movie. You Let's say you, it's date night, right? And you go to the bar with all your friends and then, you know, you're you're like, hey, let me you tell your girl, hey, go get me another beer. And she says, You've had enough. And then in the car back home, you uh, punch what? her. You know, yeah. and you're like, yeah. you can't be doing that shit. Yeah. You now, gotta do it in front of her. You gotta do it in front of your guys' wives, though. Yeah. So that they know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. At the bar. <laughs> Bam! You just throw you just take you just take the glass, the empty beer glass, and you just smash it across her fucking face. And yeah. you go, Don't you ever fucking talk to me like that? Yeah, some real Don Draper shit. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but you got you to keep him in check. Because then the next thing you know, all the other guys' girlfriends, they're going to start acting out. It's going to ruin the whole dynamic. You want to go out with the boys, and the next thing you know, the guy's like, I can't. My fucking bitch wife is saying no. And you're like, God, I knew this is tied to that one time two years ago when I wasn't allowed to drink. The insane part here is that it's not like if you did it at the bar. The, what Xerxes did is more like if you went and set up a public access television input and did it on there because <laughs> you just tell the world because yeah. Cause he sends a decree translated into the language of every subject he has all over his from India to Egypt and everything in between. Everyone gets this little letter in the mail. Like, Hey, you better keep your wife in check. <laughs> I love that the whole notion is like, okay, so it's just one night of partying. They've been partying for seven days now. They've been drinking. Their judgment's not exactly probably at its peak, right? Awful, yeah. And they're just like, hey, tell my wife she has to come here. And she's like, I'm busy. Just I'll, I'll do it later. And then all the boys are sitting around steaming like, you know what? It's possible. It's possible that every woman in the entire nation will hear about this somehow. Um. So what we need that to do might is be true. I don't know, and we and that would be terrible. So what we need to do is issue a decree so we assure that every woman in the nation hears this story, but also hears in the context that we kick the shit out of her. It just seems yeah, like yeah, yeah. It just seems like suppression would have been the. It's proper a caution. Move, you know, 
it's a cautionary tale for an entire gender, and it's obviously awful. It's fucking. <laughs> I love. I love my Bible. My Bible's concordance is like so struggling with this one. They're like uh, Queen Vashti's unwise and ungodly decision to Ooh, disobey what? her husband was Nuh-uh. the par- yeah was the catalyst. You're to fucking these kidding me. No, I, 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 let's read it. I mean, this isn't even a Jewish king. Why are they sucking his dick? I don't get that. Yeah. Vashti, his, um, let's get into it, because we probably should have covered this before we really started, but um, yeah. my concordance is talking about the themes of Esher. Uh, this is only one of two books where there's not going to be any mention of God whatsoever. Um, yeah. It's kind of just barely included because of the timeline. Um, but uh, there is the perfect union of two apparently irreconcilable truths, the free will of man and the sovereignty of God. Man's actions are undoubtedly his own, even though God knows them and appoints them to be used for his purposes. Uh, Xerxes I's ridiculous command to Vashti and Vashti's unwise disobedience to her husband. Jesus Christ. I mean, maybe, okay, there probably is a a hint of truth in that it was unwise, for better or for worse. Like, yeah. I mean, women, if you know your man's a fucking wild man, you just better do what he says. It's not worth getting hit over. It's not a good idea to live in the same room as a tiger, mm-hmm. I guess, and you don't <laughs> want anyone to have to do that. Right. But while you're in that room, don't like throw things at it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You pet <laughs> the tiger. You do what the tiger says. You do not yeah. reason with the tiger. No. So uh, it is still kind of disgusting the way your concordance handles it, though. Well, I, yeah, it, 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 it's trying to make the argument that, like, you know, at its core, because. This, the the reason we're hearing this story about Vashti disobeying the king and then being banished is because it's essentially the the modus, the 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 the, the catalyst that uh, yes. thrusts it's the Esther tea. into this story. You know, it's the tea upon which the Esther story rests. Correct. So you kind of have to know that it, it couldn't just be without it. I guess you know, like couldn't just be the king was looking for a queen. There needs to be this story about how like also women need to watch their fucking mouth. Um, well, again, it's what's whimsical about this book is that it's fucking silly. You know, this whole idea of this happening, while maybe to some respect this could have been a thing, it's not likely that he's going to get set off to issue royal decrees throughout all of Persia because his wife didn't want to come see him at the party. Yeah. Like, it's dumb. Right. And it's also to, I think, uh, again, it's been a while since I read Ezra, Esther, but I think with where we're going, it's to point out how dangerous it is to be a brave woman so that when esther does it mm. it's like more honorable or more uh, remarkable well, we'll get to that i have no fucking clue. yeah 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 but um so anyway so that's that's basically the first one is that uh the boys are like yo bro this is a fucking crime against every man that ever lived men's rights we gotta get rid of this <laughs> it bitch. is it is uh, and it's it's absolutely insane how many uh guys like cole's talking about on the internet are are <laughs> totally step in step with this uh like, i I, well, I posed the thing we were talking about QAnon casualties and stuff like that and yeah. uh, it's kind of funny this guy was on um parlor being like guys i don't know man it, it looks like biden's getting inaugurated and like my wife's making fun of me and telling me i wasted my life and my <laughs> money on q and i don't know what to do and they're like why are you dating a libtard cunt <laughs> you gotta get rid of her it doesn't sound like she's honoring you bro <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, dude. Q is a terrible place. <laughs> Parlor is a terrible, terrible place. But uh, uh, we'll miss it. Yeah, we'll miss you. Um, chapter two. 
Chapter two. Let's introduce the lady. Well, let's let's read. Um, I, I love the the verbiage. I just want to get the last one. And then he sent letters to all the king's province, to each province in its own script, in every language, to every person, that yeah, each man that. be master in his own house. Okay, I, I know like you covered it, but real... I just wanted to really reiterate. Sure, sure. That the you whole point to is in a pretty way. The the whole point of this is, men, you got to fucking yeah, lock it down. Lock it down. All right, chapter two. Let's meet the titular character. <laughs> no pun intended. Because huh. she has tits. Yeah. Um, no, okay, I got so. it. <laughs> the clitoral so. character. <laughs> what? Okay, so uh, King Xerxes, his fury dies down, right? Um, and he starts thinking about What a fucking madman, by the way. I mean, Jesus. Like, you, got, you ain't got nothing else going on. He's not a good dude. Do you think he kept throwing the party? It said it was 180 I, days of party. I mean, we're there only was 180 days, days of party. Yeah, we're 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 one week into the 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 six month thing. But I, we know people like that, or at least we've been in that instance where like you're on a road trip, you're about to have a great time, you got two weeks planned, and then like the first day, there's the one couple that fights, you know, and she's like, "Don't touch me! I fucking told you I didn't want to do that." And you're like, "Oh man, that's a real fucking buzzkill." You know, I'm stuck in the yeah fucking van with these people. Yeah, it's, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. So the, uh, so I better Xerxes, put the damper on the mood, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Which is why what happens here, I think, happens. Yeah, like, so it like, says Xerxes, he's, just like, he's just leaning against Jerry's like, man, I was hoping to get some gash tonight, but... Yeah, the man's sad. it's going to happen. Because let's remember, why did he want to bring her over? Because she's the most beautiful woman, like, on the planet. Oh, yeah. So now you're like, damn, did I just... Did I just cut myself off from the best piece of ass that well, ever existed? Also, you know, like the whole point is he's trying to flex on his boys. Like, guys, I'm the king of kings. I own India to Egypt. They haven't even been named yet. And I'm, I just want to let you know, you know what the best man in the world gets? The best pussy in the world. Let me show you what she looks like. And then she don't even give a shit. She's not even showing up. He's like, oh. <laughs> well, it's awesome because this even lines up even more with like men's rights, guys. Because they're, they're like, do you know what? She's not coming. Good. Just the boys now. <laughs> boys night out. It, it'd be like it'd be like if you're like you're trying to show how rich you are, and you're like, guys, wait till you see my fucking Ferrari. And then you turn the key and it doesn't start, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna kill the mechanic that worked on this. I, this is really a mega letdown. I, I hyped it up, and now I'm getting fu- and now I look like a fucking fool. So yeah. I'd be angry so for now- probably a few days. I might I might murder her. Uh, you could. So instead of I don't I don't want to say Xerxes brokenhearted because he clearly didn't like love this woman but he's like broken dicked broken whatever <laughs> yeah and so he's there, sitting there, there needs being to be a mopey. phrase for that but yeah he's mopey so he's he's uh, his heart has wishing, blue balls yeah <laughs> that is probably the best way to put it and so one of his one of his boys one of his attendants is like hey look king 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 all right yeah we don't have Queen Vashti to uh, pound anymore right but. Why don't you put out a search for the sexiest version in all the land, right? And that's a good yeah, idea. It, I, it's like the equivalent of like, um, you know, you're at a dude's house for a big old party. He's like, let me show you my wife. She doesn't show up. And he's just like, I think we're getting divorced. And like, don't worry, bro. While we're here, let's get you a Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Easy. We're, 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 we're boys. We're going to take care of this. And what you do in this time, if you're the king of kings... Is you set out a decree that all the nation's virgins be prepared for you? Yes. Awesome. Very cool. So he he basically takes his like dude's head eunuch. <laughs> yeah, dude's fucking rock, man. <laughs> he takes he takes his head eunuch, which, you know, 
that's a bummer of a job. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm assuming Vashti's just on her couch with all the ladies. They're just eating ice cream and talking about how men suck. And he's like, guys, what if we like enacted a national law where all the where all the prices, the the, the juiciest ass comes to me? Uh, so here's an awful thing. Imagine this. Imagine that the like the king's messenger comes to you and is like, "Hey, the king wants you to be his right hand man. You're gonna serve right with him, position of respect." You're like, "Hell yeah!" And he's like, "Well, you know, what's the title? You're the uh, head eunuch. We <laughs> 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 got to cut off your balls real quick." Well, I'm not gonna that's lie. Awful. That's a huge honor. <laughs> it's like the, so, that's like the um, General Flynn of the group, you know? Correct. <laughs> also a eunuch. So they 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 take the head eunuch, the only one you can trust with women. Uh, says a lot about men, actually, if you want to read between the lines. Yeah. And they send him to, to basically to the harem that already exists and to start filling the harem up with all the virgins ever. Every every virgin that has, like, at least half of her teeth or whatever. Right. So um, there is a process to this, which we're going to get into, that's hilarious. But let, let's start off by zooming in on a, uh, on yeah, a certain it, it does have a very fantastical appeal. I almost get like a Cinderella vibe. Like, yes. this is all going on, and the king is like, you know what, I gotta find a new queen, and they're just the bells ringing, everyone, and you just and you just pan away from the castle, and it just dips down into the ghetto, you know, and deep in there is little... What the fuck is this chick's name? It's not Esther at this point. No, no, her name is... Um, well, before her, before her, we actually zoom in on a... Jewish man from the tribe of Benjamin, so he knew how his proclivities oh, yeah. lean. Oof. A man named Mordecai, the son of Jer, or Herar or something, um, who had basically been carried into exile from Jerusalem back in the day by Nebuchadnezzar, um, the king of Babylon, who, of course, was taken out by Persia. Mm-hmm. And Mordecai has a cousin, as you mentioned, named Hadassah. Uh, who had also been brought there because and was living with Mordecai, her cousin, which is a weird dynamic. Especially if but it's her a Benjamite. Parents, yeah, she she didn't have a father or mother. They're dead. Well, she's a Benjamite too, I would imagine, if he is, and they're cousins. Um, uh, well, yeah, they're, they're all Benjamite. But the point is, is like important. he he's Mordecai is a young Jew, I think. Uh, I guess we don't really. There's know no way age. of knowing. There's no way of knowing. I'm but, assuming he's older, but, he, but we he, don't know how he, much older. He's a Benjamite that is descended from Jew slaves that were stolen from Babylon. Yes. So he's living in the, the, the Persian capital and he's raising his cousin uh, as if she were his daughter. So he must be a little bit older than her as, yeah. as if she were his daughter because her parents were killed. Yeah. And I don't know what like the rules were for cousins back then, but I'm imagining mm-hmm. that she doesn't probably technically qualify for this version search. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's a Benjamin. He's sneaky. Come on. Come on. And apparently she's gorgeous. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Can't trust that guy. I've seen Schindler's List. So, yeah. Mordecai taking care of her, raising raising his cousin as if she were his daughter. And, uh, you know, this edict goes out that they're searching for virgins. And, of course, um, um, you know, if anyone's a virgin, it's this young Jewish girl living with her cousin. So she gets swept up in all this. It, um, it is yeah, kind of interesting. I, again, I'm going to reference the VeggieTales movie. Not that that's a particularly uh, <sighs> reliable source. But in the VeggieTales, they're like trying to describe it as her just being like, I don't want to go 
Mordecai. And she's like, he's like, you got to do it. You just got to be. You. She's like, I don't want to be the queen. I want to stay here with you in the dirt. And he's like, no, you got to go be. You got to. You got to do what he says. You know. <laughs> and, and there's no mention of that. It's just like. The king's like, hey, does anyone want to stop being, like, dirty, filthy, poor? We're looking for a new queen. And she, yeah. You know. And, well, what weighs into it, and it mentions in the beginning here, she had, uh, it says that she had a lovely figure and was beautiful. So shapely, supple. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. So I have a feeling that whenever the call goes out for beautiful versions, everyone's like, Esther. Which, by the way, that's her, also her name. She's known by so, both. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing Esther is probably a local name. So... Uh, Hadassah, I'm going to read my concordance here. Hadassah, meaning Myrtle, was the orphan daughter of Abihail. The name Esther, a Persian name meaning star, was probably right. given to the young Jewess when she entered the harem of Xerxes I. Sure. Because so, she's c- covering up her heritage, which we're going to get more right, into. Right. And as these we go. stories are sort of passed on and known. So you probably. The way the Bible treats names where it will use past names, future names, kind of basically interchangeable, um, is probably just reference to the fact that these are well-known stories, well you know, well told. So it's, it, people know who Esther is, Hadassah is. They're, they're probably synonymous in their names. But, yes. But um, Esther is so a Persian name. Name, yeah, so she could blend in. Because her, her cousin told her, hey, don't tell anyone you're a Jew. Apparently that's not good. That's not kosher. Ironically, yeah, that, um, that's mentioned so, next is that she she gets swept up by the head eunuch and gets taken yeah. in for this season's episode of The Bachelor. Uh, and Mordecai's <laughs> like, listen, just so we're clear, people don't know I'm Jewish yet. You know, I'm trying to keep on the DL, so don't tell people you're a Jew; it could cause some trouble. All right, cousin Mordecai. Now, apparently, she's great. This Esther is actually cool as shit too. She's not just uh, she's not just uh, eye candy because she gets in with this eunuch who, of course, has no sexual attraction to her and but he loves her right immediately she, he, he's like enamored with her and is making sure that she's taken care the of besties he, yeah he's she gets like the best part of the harem and it has these attendants for her and you know i mean she knows exactly who to smooth smart she's she's in a good spot crafty even yeah now what we learn she's in the harem jesus christ cool where she's in the harem <laughs> and and there's a process here, which is fucking insane. So you're one of the virgins. You're brought in off the streets into the harem to be, again, part of this bachelor contest. You have to go through an entire year of cleansing so that you don't smell like a fucking rat person anymore. My, my Bible calls it the beautification process. Yes. So this is what it's like to be the king of kings to find your new bride. And it really is done game show style. We're going to get to more of like... <laughs> This yeah, fucking yeah. process, but it, it's such incel culture. This is how it should be like where he's like, oh, I need a new woman. His boy's like, I know exactly what to do. We scour the entire nation for all the virgins. We sequester them and then we force them to abide by our standards of beauty for a year before <laughs> they can then before even before they come before you to dance and sing and do whatever the fuck they do. Yeah, um, it is wild. And, and what they're doing is it's like a two-phase process. So for six months, you get all oiled up and rubbed with, like, myrrh, which is, I think, a, a, a oh, smells like perfume. Yeah. It, yeah. They bring they bring myrrh to Jesus, I know. What did the wise men do? Yeah. But so, anyways. If you told just me myrrh was ground fish scales, I still wouldn't. I, I wouldn't you know, Sounds great. I wouldn't know. So 
they oil you up for six months until you're like a little baby seal. And then for the next six months, they cover you in perfume and cosmetics. So, which just sounds like a lot though. Jeez. Like you're putting on a fucking inch thick layer of makeup and scraping it off every day. Yeah. I mean, okay. So you're going to put on, you know, it's one year of bathing in oils and perfume. She's good. She's one yoga session away from being fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so what's the what, what even is the point? Yeah, just walking across the Capitol, I feel like, would probably make you Yeah, nasty. where I'm just like, oh, boy, you know. And then one week later, he, he's, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you can do all this. And then one week later, she's going to spread her legs and it's going to be like opening up a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, there's a diminishing return on cleaning yourself. Are we the bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sure enough. She's getting taken care of. She's getting all cleaned up for a year. Right. And um, went into favor. Everyone fucking likes her. Well, then finally, in the seventh year of Xerxes' reign, she comes up on the roster. Which would have right? been... Put me in, coach. Already the... 479. Yeah. Uh, already which, the Persian is, Greco War would have been over. It's one year after the Battle of Thermopylae. Right. Yeah. So... So that had just happened. He's probably actually in a extra pissy mood now, right? He had the Queen Vashti thing. He, he got stopped by the Greeks. Yeah, but think about the fucking... Okay, so... Your wife embarrasses you in front of your boys. Yeah. Then you go to fight a bunch of hairy Greeks, and you lose that yes. war, too. Then you yeah. come back, and it's like, God, I'm so fucking down the dubs. Like, don't worry, bro. We've been prepping these girls for a year to just see who's going to be your next bride. He's like, ah. You guys know exactly what it's the equivalent of like, you know, your boy's going through his divorce. Like, don't worry, we're going to do some top golf and get some strange (laughs) strip club later. Yeah. Yeah. They have such good notches there. So, uh, finally it's her time. It's, it's kind of cool what they do. I guess whenever it's your turn to go to the King, you get to take whatever you want with you. It's like a talent show. Yeah. Right. So it's like, Oh, I'm going to bring a pony and, or a donkey, maybe. Right. Show show him one of these tricks I can do. Oh. <laughs> I've been to Mexico. I know it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're allowed to bring whatever you want from the harem. What Esther does, and this is showing her wisdom and her judgment, right. is she goes to this head eunuch and says, you tell me what to bring. You fucking know what gets this dude hard I, better than anyone. It's whatever the eunuch equivalent is, like queer eye for the straight guy type thing. Like, yes. It's, 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 a, you know, it's the no dick for the bribe chick. I don't know. I'm going to run that around yeah. my mind, but, you know, the whole point. The magical is, eunuch character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like, I can't trust my own judgment. I'm a poor ass, you know. Yeah, what would she know what a Persian king urchin. wants? Yeah, I'm going to go to the rich yeah. urchin. Who probably, who probably, because, and honestly, if you were like, you're a lady, right? And you want to yes. impress a man. I feel like gays and eunuchs would probably be the best, like, advice for, like, what to look like. I wouldn't trust a woman's opinion, and I wouldn't trust well, a straight man with a functioning dick because he's like, yeah, just show your tits off. I'm like, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has the... some subtlety. He, he's got the subtlety. He has that the nuanced look of, of being a man, right? but also being allowed to hang out with women and sort of understanding... Di- it probably... Yeah, I mean, like, uh, it, I think of, like, what's his name? Varys from uh, right. Game of Thrones, right? Just wise... Right. I was it's, 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 I was thinking of that movie with uh, Sandra Bullock. Have you ever seen Miss Congeniality? You need yeah. the, the, the Michael Caine character who's like, I know everything about women. It's gonna we're gonna pluck your eyebrows, you bitch. And it's like, all right, you're the <laughs> you're the pro, you're the expert. You know what it takes cool, to win this cool. contest. Yeah, yeah, that's what he is. And in fact, it works because 
It says, now the king was attracted to Esther more than uh, to any of the other women. And she was basically immediately made the queen. Like, he's like, yep. Fucking full fucking salute. Yeah. Erection. I've seen And puts the crown on her. Yeah, that's it. That's all he needs to know. Um, He's like, the little guy likes you. (laughs) (laughs) You ever... uh We'll, we'll come back to it. I want to talk about uh, this stupid fucking show I used to watch. When I, when I first moved to college, uh, I didn't grow up having TV, obviously. Um, I don't know why I said obviously. I you know, just assume I'm damaged. But uh, I didn't have TV growing up. Yeah. So then I go to college, and for the first time ever, I have like TV channels. And I can watch garbage and trash all day long. And I used to watch True TV all the time. Because at 11 a.m., there's nothing good on it. It's either Scooby-Doo reruns or like... I don't know, talk television or shitty, like, uh, judge shows, you know, like Judge Judy. Yeah. Or True yeah. TV where you can see, like, Housewives of New York, which was – loved it. But uh-huh. <laughs> one of the shows was Millionaire Matchmaker, which had this, like, really – I don't know, just kind of hard to look la- look at lady who was like, I'm a matchmaker. I find rich men who um, can't find love because they're too rich, and I have a bunch of models who, like – I've completely sequestered and I, I know that their personalities and I try to like make them fit. You know, I make them fit together. I'm a fucking millionaire matchmaker. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty That's gross. Disgusting. It was a pretty gross show, <laughs> but it was, it has yeah. the exact same notes and vibes, you know? And it's like, well, it, you'd have the same rules for everybody. Grow out your hair. Now dye your hair br- uh, brunette. Real men don't like blondes. And it was like all these weird rules and shit. Like that. But, uh, but it just makes me think of like the fact that like, um, uh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read from the Bible here. Two thirteen. Thus prepared, each young woman went to the king, and she was given whatever she desired to take with her from the woman's quarters to the king's palace. In the evening she went, and in the morning she returned to the second house of the women to the custody of Shagaz, the king's eunuch who kept the concubines. So it's like a weird. It's really like The Bachelor. Like every. Well, it's like a beauty pageant. I or like guess, a, but yeah. they're spending the whole night with the king. What do you think that's about? Oh, sure, sure, sure. If you've ever seen oh, The Bachelor, he's obviously he's obviously bussing. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever seen The Bachelor, which I haven't, you know, the whole time is them just in the, the hot tub with their champagne, being like, "So, what do you like?" She's like, "I'm a stewardess." And well, here's what it is: it's like a beauty pageant, which is also what The Bachelor is like. Right. The Bachelor is. It's no, all, he's looking for I mean, love. I've never seen the show. I swear to God. That's literally what a beauty pageant is. You have like your little talent or whatever and your little clothes you dress up Mm -hmm. and it's horse shit. And it's obviously off of disgusting misogynistic practices that that are 2,500 years old. Like at least, I don't know. It's the same fucking thing. It's a beauty pageant. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, she's like, he's like, what do you want to do? She's like, I thought we'd go for a camelback ride. And he just like turns to the camera. He's like, all right. Well, that's really (laughs) adventurous. And she's like, have you ever seen me juggle? And she's like, fuck. (laughs) Do you think any of these uh, uh, virgin, um, what are they, participants, uh, contestants, I guess, mm-hmm. do you think any of them complained about Xerxes hanging out in their dressing room? You know, with that? <laughs> I don't know. We should look in. Uh, uh, we're talking, probably talking about a 12-year-old, so it keeps. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So so she wins the whole contest. She gets the final rose. She's the new queen of... Not only instantly the queen, but also instantly a holiday throughout the provinces is declared because yeah. she's so cool. So, again, this story is fucking over the top. It is ludicrous. They have the but whatever. feast of Esther, you know? Yeah. Because she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Come he's on, like, man. He's like, he's like, I've seen enough. I saw the way she fucking juggles. I've seen her tiny little feet. Uh, I'm in. 
You know, let's you can tell, <laughs> let's make her the queen. This is why I, this is why I believe oh, Esther did not write this because some horny dude wrote this. Story. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> just like I, I, all that's missing is like three paragraphs about how pert her nipples were. To, to, yeah, yeah. To, to like nail it into place, you know. And Xerxes' stiff pink mast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. And so. that's it. And there's a bunch of gifts, and there's a festival. You're the queen now. You're the queen. It's very Cinderella. Now, we end this chapter and this episode with one other quick little note. So, Mordecai, remember him? The nice cousin that was taking care of his cousin, of Esther. The whole time that she was going through this process, a fucking year, he was hanging out near the harem because he wanted to hear how she was doing, right? He yeah. would always just be there asking for news about her because he's, cons- you know, he loves her. Oh, that's now, right. Well, I guess he's got like a fatherly relationship to her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you want to make sure. I mean, he knows that she's about to get slammed by the king. Right. I don't think it's like jealousy or anything. It's just a matter of, like, want to make sure that she's not getting executed for being a Jew or whatever. So. He's hanging out outside, kind of gets to know the guards. People are used to seeing him around. And one day, when he's hanging out there, sitting around, he overhears uh, two guys, Big Thana and Teresh, or like officers uh, in the king's, um, they guarded the king's doorway. They sound like, like terrorists, secret, yes. Secret service. There is secret service. Uh, they're apparently angry at him, presumably for getting his ass kicked by the Greeks, and are plotting to assassinate King Xerxes. So he overhears this, and being a, a, a wise man, he goes to now Queen Esther, and he's like, "Hey, as you know, remember, it's me, your Just cousin." So where, yeah, his top bodyguards are trying to fucking kill him. Yeah, I wonder if he would call her, but hey, Esther, it's me, Mordecai. Let's your go cousin bowling. Mordecai. <laughs> Uh, some racist. I was story. doing a GTA Four joke. Oh, I was just doing a normal. I was doing Roman in GTA Four. Okay, anyways. So he goes to her. He tells her about this assassination plot. She goes to Xerxes and says, hey, my cousin Mordecai told me about this. Uh, and they investigate it, which I'm assuming was just like burning the guys with coals until they admitted they did it. Right. And uh, put them on stakes and paled them on poles. So, yikes. Yeah. So don't do around. that. Don't don't <laughs> fuck around and find out. Uh, yeah. That's so the king right. goes, I investigated it. Turns out those guys were no good, you know, eunuchs. Yeah. And so Mordecai. I uh, I gave them a good proper poking. They're dead. You're extra cool now. Mordecai's like, hey, I saw uh, one of the King's Secret Service guys trying to sell uh, Xerxes' laptop to the Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's got to go. Uh, so, yeah. And that's it. And that's now, where we'll stop today. That's the end of chapter two. So, yeah. So uh, Esther... Wins the pageant, becomes queen. Vashti's kicked to the fucking curb. That'll be the last time you talk to me that way, bitch. And uh, Mordecai's also looking good because he unfolded the plot. So everything's going great. You know, a rags to riches Cinderella story. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not. We haven't hit the climax and the actual bad part for her, right? Like the. Uh... Her hero's journey is just begun. Yes, yes. She has been plucked from obscurity. She's now the queen. I'm sure there'll be some adventures now, but I guess the first two chapters are just like, and she's queen. Yeah. Uh, Backstory is there. Mm-hmm. So what's she going to do with all that power? What is she going to do? I haven't read ahead. I'm, you know, because she, she's an interesting character. She's got the life of being a poor orphan <laughs> your classic, yeah. your classic princess. She's an orphan who was poor, and now she's the queen of all. Of it Persia. definitely is a trope. 
And she right. This is a trope. And she comes when she's cold. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Um. Okay, so that is your introduction to Esther. I hope everyone enjoyed it. We're going to be back next week with more of this hot dish. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, this has got me perked up as far as storytelling goes versus what we've been going through. So I'm, I'm hopeful that this is yeah. the start of the alleged Bible that I've been trying to, uh, thinking is going to be happening this whole time. I mean, we kind of yeah, talked I mean, about we've got- I had no idea what the Bible was going to be like. I assumed it was allegory and stories and, and and it's mostly just been bullshit so this is kind of a, a, a nice change of pace this is going to be a fun wild romp then we're going to get to job which is going to be a lot of philosophical ethical questions we can ask about god huh. but for now let's just have some fun let's have some fucking let's just, fun all right let's just talk about a a a, a jewish queen slash renegade slash feminist icon oh yeah uh, i was watching them um, again back to veggie tales uh i was um the in Veggie Tales, the explanation is the king is like, I want a sandwich, and she's like, It's three in the morning, and he's like, Give me the fucking sandwich. <laughs> she's like, I'm not get your own sandwich. She's like, You're out. You're fucking out. And I, yeah, well, and I don't know. And these are the people play. I think that kind of comes back to the point where like, I, I can kind of understand the king being unreasonable about this. Um, I can also understand the queen being like, no, man, fuck. I, you know, I got, I'm, I'm busy. It's been a week apart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm taking a break. I'm not your fucking Definitely dog. cooler heads would have been, uh, useful in this situation. Right? right. Maybe if she had said no, but also explained why. And maybe if he had like chilled the fuck out and be like, oh, she's busy. I love her. She's great. Yeah. You know, that would have been it. You and me would have been it. like that, but yeah, I, we're cool. We're, we're, very cool we're male yeah. feminists. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we love women. Yeah. Yeah, all the best. Women, any that come across my path, I believe all of them. Yeah, everything they say, I believe, including Tara Reid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you don't already, <laughs> you can listen. Sorry, you can follow us on Twitter at Bible Pimps, where we uh, have all kinds of great takes, and you can send us an email at revelationspodcast at gmail dot com. Do you think <laughs> Joe Biden raped Tara Reid? <laughs> I I feel like um, I don't know. Young Joe Biden definitely could rape. I feel like oh, yeah. now, I feel like Joe Biden for like the last 20 years, I think he'd have a hard time with it. I just don't know if I would believe any accusations. You know? Well, this was this was like 30 years ago. Well, so uh, Tara Reid is, oh, we're going to have to, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I was just thinking about myself. Like if someone said like, oh yeah, Trump raped me 10 years ago. I'm like 64 year old Trump. No, this was like, Say what you want, this was but like I, 40 year old Biden. Yeah. I, I think 64 year old Trump, 54 year old Trump was, was getting into some rape. I, 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 oh, he was a rapist, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just feel like, I don't know, Joe Biden doesn't seem like he could rape someone. That's not really a compliment, but. <laughs> I don't know, man. He looks like he's one of the old boys club. Have you seen the pictures of him hanging out with, like, Strom Thurmond? Oh, He's fucking no. creep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're Joe, like pals. Yeah. It, it's uh. weird because Joe, like, the amount of, like, um, people will post a lot of photos. Like, you know, the weird liberal hero worship, like. Yeah, this is the guy who like, said that integration was going to turn his kid's school into a jungle. Yeah, I mean, a racial jungle. Yeah, I, yeah. Joe Biden's uh, not perfect. I, he, he's fine. I don't really. I, that's one I, way I of putting it. I don't think he's awful per se. No one's as bad as Trump, which is the irony, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, sure, sure. like uh, the, the, trying to put the same microphone, be like, oh yeah. I don't, did you see about how much uh, money Joe Biden spent on like his inauguration? Like, guys, come on, don't. Don't play fucking stupid like it's a fucking apples to apples situation. Of course. But, I mean, 
no, obviously, Q people, Trump supporters, idiots. Right. I just also have almost the same amount of disdain for people that are like Joe Biden is the most progressive person we've ever. Just shut the fuck. Yeah, shut yeah. the fuck up. He. I, I love the. the I love up. the barrier for progression too. Like, look at this. He allowed an Asian black woman to be his VP. Like, yeah, all right, jeez, wow, fucking give him a medal. Yeah. Oh no, no. It's because he allowed the black guy to be the sec def. I mean, sure, he's a Raytheon board member, but that's not important. Right, 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 right. I like the, uh, I do like the trans lady secretary of health. I just thought, oh, I yeah, thought, yeah. God damn, Biden going hard. He just trying to piss everybody off. Just trying off. to piss Let's, off yeah, Ben Shapiro, good, and I love, good. I do like that. Fuck him. Go ham. Yep. Uh, but I like that, uh, I like that, you know, in this weird kind of Joe Biden hero worship, they'll post only photos of him like i don't know like 40 years ago when he was looking pretty good and they won't show yeah. any of the pictures in between where he looks like a slowly balding golem and then now- i love the picture i love the picture of him putting his finger in his wife's mouth <laughs> or, <laughs> or no her finger in his mouth whatever uh, it was uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's fun stuff um <laughs> this is not a good ending point but do they deserve one i don't know now fuck them <laughs>